Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here, we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Thought Thinkers, I am your host, Marshall. I am happy to be here. I hope you guys are happy to be here. And I hope together that we can continue to unpack life. Before we get started, you guys know that I want to stay in a place of gratitude. I want to say thank you to all of you who listen, continue to listen, and have listened from the very beginning. I want to say thank you to anyone who is listening for the first time. My hope is that you take what you need and that you continue on this journey with us. I want to let you guys know that you can always go to runonthoughts.com to listen from your favorite platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and always you can listen directly from runonthoughts.com. If you guys want to comment and I comment back, you can always go to my host, which is SoundCloud. I also want to let you guys know to continue sending those questions to heyhelp at think at runonthoughts.com and we will begin to unpack your questions and I will answer them as best as I can. So with that, I want to say welcome to season six, and today's episode 13 is entitled, We Don't Do That No More. And there are a myriad of things that we do not do anymore, and I am sitting in a place of joy about this, because in truth, That could have been the title of this entire podcast, right? We don't do that no more. We no longer are willing to kill ourselves for the greater good. We are no longer willing to sit in boxes that have been predicated for us or that have been made for us to sit in just because society says that that's where we belong. But today's We Don't Do That Anymore is about conditions, Conditions that we accept in relationships. I know that we have all been there, myself included, and of course I am going to share or try to share because one of the things that I have, one of the problems that I have with sharing information as it relates to myself where other people are included is the fact that those people didn't necessarily give me permission to share their story. The only reason why I share my mother's story is because she has passed on and I feel like she would be all right with me telling her truth as a means to stay clean and as a means to share how I have evolved. But then there are other people, even bad people. I don't know why I struggle with that and I'm going to figure out it. I'm going to figure that out and maybe come back in the podcast and unpack why so many of us feel like we need to protect others, right? Because now that I'm saying out loud, that's what that is. And I really shouldn't give a fuck about how other people feel, especially if they have wronged me. 
Now, there are things that if you have done to me, I wouldn't keep a secret. Like maybe if someone raped or things that could harm other people. But if your harm only hurt me, my brain automatically wants to protect you. And I don't want to do that anymore because I'm recognizing that that too is a condition. So these societal norms that women are taught that in order to be loved, we have to be willing to put up with shit. And a man's idea of you loving him is this idea that he puts you through shit tests in order for you to prove that you love him. I hear it so often. I used to think that this was only a black thing. And I'm learning that when you are in clusters of a society and you don't get to experience other clusters of society or the world at large, because that's one of the benefits of social media, right? One of the benefits of social media is that we get to see into the lives of others. We get to see how we are different, but we also get to see how we are alike. And I am realizing that so many cultures have raised women under this societal norm that love looks like you as the woman, of course, being the nurturer, but you have to put up with shit to prove that you are love. Men get to cheat and lie as long as they, everybody's all right with everything they do as long as they provide. It used to be provide and protect, but nobody even gives a fuck if they do that anymore. If they provide on some level, not even fully, if they provide financially on some level, society expects for you to put up with all the shits that this man has done to you. But if you are a woman, you are expected to put up with the shit as a condition for being loved. Ain't that some shit? And what I am saying is that we don't do that no more. It is not healthy. I understand that some of these rituals and some of these beliefs that we have all been fed, right, were a means of safety. Because just because something doesn't work now doesn't mean that it didn't work before. So I don't want to bash the past because I believe that as we are unpacking, it is also our responsibility to kind of forgive the past because the past is usually doing the best it can, the best it can with what it had. Does that make any sense to you guys, right? Like some of these patriarchal ideas, right? Like the James Brown song, this is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman, right? It's not a man's world. However, men are in control and they still are in control and that men means white men, right? White men are in control. And because of that, they have made the laws and the rule and the societal conditions that govern how we behave and govern which boxes we all fit in. And because that has happened, there are rules and regulations for a society to function. And because women were made to feel like they were second-class citizens or that they were just an appendage, to a man, i.e. the rib. Now, because you are just an appendage to a man, many have been taught to feel like your job is to be grateful that he wants to provide for you. And then because he wants to provide for you, you get to take care of said man, his home, his children, and his life and lose your entire identity because of it. 
And I hear so many questions like, why did I decide to talk about this? Because there are so many podcasts, so many people, so many friends of mine that get online and say things like, what happened to the relationships of the past? Why can't we have those relationships? And there I'm like, is this cognitive dissonance? Is this people choosing to not understand how far we've come or choosing to see the past differently than it really was? Or do they really not know? Are people so blind and living in such a place of denial that they choose to not see what it was? Or like so many, I am realizing that so many people simply live in the present. They don't think about the future and they don't even think about the past. They don't ask questions. And because we're no longer surrounded by our villages, right? Like I grew up in an environment that consisted of more than my nuclear family. I grew up with grandmothers and grandfathers and aunts and uncles and cousins. And we were, and that was the nuclear family. The nuclear family for me did not consume of mother, father, and children. It was whoever needed a place to stay and whoever could make some form of contribution for the betterment of the family. That was your nuclear family. That was your village, right? And because of the village, that was how you got information. Being around the village and not isolated is how I understood that my grandmother, maternal and paternal, thanks to the, his history that the family passes down, and I come from a family of storytellers, right? You learn. And if you are an observer, you begin to understand that some of these things are not necessarily love, but survival. My grandmothers put up with shit, not because of love, but because of obligation, because of societal norms, because of condemnation, because of religion, because of family, and because of the way society was set up if you left this man. If you left this man, you will be left without money, and in some cases, you couldn't even take your children with you. You were punished. So this man is cheating or beating or not coming home or doing any of those things. You didn't have agency over your own body. One of my favorite movies of all time, if you know me, is called The Burning Bed. And I don't know why I'm so fascinated by these movies where you see women struggling or being treated so poorly. But the truth is, it's not about the struggle, right? Because we all go through struggles. It's the end. It's when she decides to burn that motherfucking bed to the ground. Now, the problem with this is that she shouldn't have had to burn the bed to the ground. She should have been able to walk out the front door with her children and have the support of social services, the support of her family, the support of his family, because he treated her like property and like shit. The motherfucker needed help, but nobody cared. Remember when he ripped up her books? Now, you can't be young and have seen this, right? 
You had to be old. This was Farrah Fawcett. This was an old movie. But he ripped up her book. She was trying to better herself. They were poor. He was drinking. And the only way to get out of this condition was for her to try to better herself. But the minute she seemed smart, his ego couldn't take it. Ain't that some shit? How many times in the society have you women had to dim your light so that some man could feel like he is smarter than you? How many women out there are lying about how much they make so that somebody's light could be brighter than yours and so that you could still feel like you are the modest woman in the family. There are so many things that society does not accept about strength and womanhood. They even try to take away your femininity, even though men and women both have feminine and masculine traits. And those traits get to show up in a society based on how you have to provide and protect for yourself. I, as a woman, cannot exist in all of my femininity, right? If I am not giving a place in which to be soft. But back to we don't do that anymore. I watched my grandmothers be cheated on, be abused, be pregnant over and 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 have no agency over their own bodies. We all have watched movies where we see this played out and then people get old and the grandchildren see a different version of their grandparents and that is where so many are, right? So many are invested in their grandparents' as only grandparents, not as boys and girls and young women or a young married couple, right? Like you see your grandfather when he's old and whittled and sitting in the chair and you see your grandmother when she's rocking in the chair, but nobody saw what grandma had to put up with. How many of us have cousins and siblings across town and your mother knew but you had to accept it because what was the alternative? What was she gonna do? Leave and struggle? What was she gonna do? I had friends who left the man 20 years ago and all they did was struggle. Struggle to find food, struggle to pay rent, struggle to pay the light bill, struggle. And then I have friends who stayed, right? And their children got piano lessons and their children got private schools, but they suffered emotionally. Who won? In my opinion, neither of those women won. One stayed too long because when you have many children, four and five children, it is harder to go then go out into the world and build a life. And then the one who stayed for the things, yes, you got this white picket fence, but boy, oh boy, it is moldy on the other side. We shouldn't have to make these choices. We live in a society that says, oh, a mother and a father are best for a child. A good mother. A good father, a father who is present, a father who loves his wife, a father who sees his wife as his partner, a mother who is loving, a mother who is present, a mother who sees her partner as her partner, right? We are a team. If you need control, then your ego is driving. 
And if your ego is driving, we are going to make so many more mistakes. And guess what else happens when someone needs to be in this much power? We don't know each other. And then people get all shocked and shit when someone says, I want a divorce or I'm leaving you or any of these other kinds of things. Love should not be dependent on how bad someone treats me. Oh, marriage is hard. Yeah, marriage should be hard, right? And, and the reason anything is hard, any relationship is hard because it is depend, it's, it's like two people from opposite sides, right? And now we're coming to the middle and we're going to live in one household and we're saying that now we have to build a union that works for us. But you come to the table with this set of, of living and I come to the table with that set of living. Now, how do we make a set that's inclusive of both of our needs? In the past, it was, didn't matter how you were raised as a woman. When you came into this man's house, you just did as he said, the way he said it. If his mother cooked this way, you did that, and that was just what it was. You didn't have an identity. Your child, your job was to build a legacy, which meant having babies. And people say, oh, she had a lot of babies. She must have liked sex. That don't mean shit. It means she laid down, he nutted, and she got pregnant. That's it. That's all it requires. That's all it requires. But I am so happy that in 2023 that women are deciding for themselves that they don't do this anymore. And you want to know who told them not to do this anymore? Grandma. Grandma pulled you to the side and she told you her truth. But I am realizing that grandma did not pull her grandson to the side and tell him the truth. So many men are disconnected from the ways in which patriarchy and the past held women down. And then there are others who I don't really believe give a fuck. The role is still to have the role. The goal is still to have power. So now we are living in this conundrum, right? We're living in this conundrum because these are the conversations that I have with my friends. And sometimes I try not to tell my real truths on this show because I don't be really wanting to hurt people's feelings. I really just want to give us the tools to unpack for ourselves. I try hard not to tell people who they are. But the truth is that women have changed, right? And not just because of feminism, because I tell you guys that I am not a feminist because I do believe that in America, our society is broken down to these many categories. And in those categories, there are subcategories. And unless the feminist movement can include the needs of other groups, then I cannot be considered a feminist because I am also a black person who happens to be a black woman. And there are things that as a black person in America, I need. And if that movement doesn't address those issues, then I am considering myself, which is called a womanist. Not because I don't believe the needs of that group are important because they are, but then there are other needs that their eye may not be able to see or may not want to see, but those needs are important to me. Just like there is patriarchy, from the highest class, which is white men, 
And I don't say highest class because I think that they are better. I understand that we live in a society that has given them the most power. And when you have the most power, you are in fact in charge. So then where does that leave black men? Still wanting patriarchy, still wanting agency over their families, still wanting that, right? This yearning for power because you still feel like a man, but the society you live in doesn't let you feel like the man. I understand that that has to be hard, especially as womanhood has changed so much in all societies, right? There were times when women were told that they were not able to learn. And I go, well, if God really didn't want us to learn, he wouldn't have given you the ability to learn, right? He wouldn't have given you a, he would not have given you a brain, but you have a brain. You can learn, you can think, you can make decisions, you can build, you can do all of these things. And right, and there are things that as men and women, we all cannot do the same. And that's okay, because all that means is that as a human race, we are the same. And then we are broken down into these groups and we all have different skill sets. And that's okay too. But as a woman or as a man, I should be able to explore what I want to explore if I want to. You don't get to tell me what type of woman I get to be. I get to be the type of woman that I want to be. And if I am attracted to a man, hopefully I can find a man that is attracted to that. The problem with that, ladies, because women are changing. The problem is our men are not changing. And even sillier, ladies, some of you are raising your sons to be the type of man that you don't even want to be with. You're still raising your sons the old way. And some of you are raising them even worse. I hear some of you saying, don't trust no bitch or this, that, and the third, or you making your sons be even worse. Even worse than an alpha man who wants to lead his household is a man who doesn't want to do shit. Because he watched his mother do everything. The family is broken. I'm not quite sure how to fix it. Because as a woman, I'm not going back to not having agency over my life. I don't want to be in a relationship where someone financially takes care of me and I don't have a way out if said man doesn't treat me the way that I want to be treated, right? And that just means with human decency. I do believe that there are ways that one can be in a relationship where a partner chooses to stay home and be a stay-at-home wife and mother and that you can be financially protected. Because I don't necessarily believe that people should be getting married for love. I believe marriage is the business of love and everybody got to get together and decide how this business is going to be run. And that is what courting should be after you decide that you want, after you court a woman or you, in your court, and you're being courted, you should be discussing life, right? Do you want children? Do you want a home? Business. What do you want? What, what type of business do you want? And then you set up your business. That's the vision. You decide who is the leader, what are their roles and obligations, how are we going to run this family, and if things come in our way, how do we maneuver problem solving, who's best at problem solving, or we just don't go into it, I love him and it'll work out, or I love her and it'll work out. That's not how none of this shit works. That's how we get into these problems. That's how we keep dealing with this bullshit. 
So many times on social media, I see people say things like, oh, you see these young couples and young couples. I know it's not you because I know that everything that you do, you have seen. When I see that a man cheats on you and women believe that they should stay because all men cheat. First of all, all men do not cheat. All men that you have been with cheat. And so you have been conditioned to believe that that is normal. And even if all men cheated, it's because all women have been told to accept that all men cheat. And that is what I'm saying by these conditions, right? In order for something to remain, someone else has to accept it. If you did not accept being cheated on, right? If I told somebody that I do not accept cheating, and they told me, okay, but 90% of women will accept it. That's bad business for me because that means that that man who cheated got mad options, right? So that doesn't strengthen me. As women, we have to stick together as a collective, right? And we have to begin to expect more from our men, but we also have to raise our sons differently. You cannot be raising your son to believe that, all right, he hit you, he loves you. He cheated on you, he's just going through something. He called you out your name, oh, he's just going through something, oh, work is not right. Like, you keep getting, oh, he beat you, oh, work is hard, the man is against him, he can't find a job. Every time a man does something, there is a, 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 a bowl full of excuses set out by the society to make it seem like you just got to hold on or you just got to be nicer or you just got to be better or it's not about you, girl. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And then there are so many men who I see, man, she put up with my shit. I know she loves me. She didn't have to put up with that or she didn't have to do this. Or even when a woman, a man cheats and his answer for why she stayed is because she's a good woman. So hold up here. So I got to put up with shit in order to be considered a good woman. Putting up with your shit makes me a good woman. But you as a man putting up with my shit makes you a simp. Make it make sense. I never ever met a woman who was treated like shit who didn't hurt. So this is the thing. This is the problem that I have. When men say that women put up with cheating. They don't put up with cheating. I still see them crying. I still see them busting windows at your car. I still see them looking through your things. I still see them being insecure. Where in the fuck are they accepting the shit? They're staying because societal norms have been built around them staying and putting up with that. Because they believe that all men do it. I would rather be by my motherfucking self than be emotionally drained for someone to treat me like shit. And that's not some new shit because I've never been through shit. Of course I've been through shit. Of course I put up with shit. I have put up with more shit than humanly possible. And that is where this came from, right? When I was putting up with shit, I didn't understand why. 
Why was I putting up with the shit? I knew better. I knew I deserved more. I knew that I was giving my all. I knew that I was letting my love language speak for me. I knew and then I realized, oh my God, I'd been raised this way. I had been raised to cater to men. I had been raised to believe that you needed a man in order to be whole. I had been raised to believe that you needed a man for validation. I had heard over and over and over that a piece of man is better than no man. And the fact that men think that that's okay, we should be ashamed. So you are all right with being a piece of man? You know that you are not a whole man. You know that you do not rise to the occasion and yet you still get to be with a woman who brings so much to the table and you don't have to bring shit to the table and yet society sees you as the prize. Men got good PR, y'all. And that's all this shit is. Men got good PR. And they ran with this shit. And now it's an upturning of all of the bullshit. But where does that leave us, right? Because although I say all of that, although I believe that we don't do that anymore, I did it. It doesn't work, right? Because one, you're not equally yoked. Two, you're not happy. Three, this is feeling of anxiety as you walk up the walkway to your home and you know that someone is in there who doesn't have your best interests, who can't lead, who can't provide, who can't offer you anything because no one has made him accountable to his own self and yet you keep trying. And that's another thing with sometimes with good women, because you have been told and taught that being a good woman means that you put up with shit. The love language becomes putting up with the shit. So in order for you to believe that I love you, I am willing to make myself a motherfucking floor mat. Even though I knew I didn't want to be a floor mat, I thought that this was protocol. I thought that this was the way. And when I finally was able to break my brain away from this ideology, I realized that I was happy. And that doesn't mean that you don't go through shit, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody is different. Everybody comes to the table with new energy. Everybody comes to the table with a different way of being. And you cannot go into any relationship assuming that you are like that person or assuming that that person is like you or assuming that we have the same ideas. Because even when people have a conversation, right, you are also assuming that what they say is truth. And the only thing that will tell you that it is not the truth is time. 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 I'm just happy that we no longer do that. We don't do that no more. But I also want to get to a place where men don't do that no more. Men and women, we have to stop raising our sons to see abuse as love. 
We have to stop raising our daughters to see abuse is love. Love is healing. Love should feel like empowerment. Love should not be driven by ego or power or control. The world is upside down because so many people are leading with their ego and they want power and it is not working. It seems like men don't care if they have to be liked. And women don't care if they have to be liked for any man that's listening. Like, what about women? Everything can be cross-referenced, okay? If I say men, it can mean women. If I say women, it can be men. That's just what it is. But sometimes we all have to be willing to sit in the fact that someone is talking directly to you. If someone is saying, uh, giving a critical analysis about womanhood, I don't have to say what about men. I can fully have a conversation about that critical analysis. And then afterward, I can say, can we have a conversation and critically analyze men or whatever the subject matter is for that matter? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? But all, because the truth is, we don't do that anymore. But what are we going to do? That's what I want you guys to think about. What are we doing? We're not putting up with shit, but we're not together in healthy relationships either. How do we get healthy? Because that's one thing, right? I talk about unpacking. The shit's unpacked. We've unpacked it. Now what? Put the luggage up. Now that you unpacked the shit, you still got to do the motherfucking work. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.